The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hey, everybody, welcome to UFC Unfiltered. We have a great episode. Matt and I joke around. We laugh. We re-fall in love. We have Wonder Boy on the phone. We have Dana White on the phone. We laugh again. We fall in love a third time. It's fun, Jimmy. It's fun, fun, fun. Jaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he hurt him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. I do that for the team spirit, Jimmy. I know you do. Matt j- jumped up and put his tongue in my ear. That, no, Jimmy, Jimmy don't <laughs> say his that. Idea of don't team tell spirit. that to What? So what? I'm like, what I are did, you doing? He goes, first, Jimmy, I did two he, things. He whispers team spirit to me. Every ear. Monday. High, and Wednesday. High five I did. And then I did a, we, we did a, a pound. I gave you our, our fist. Ball. Yep. But then... You you just did the pound and went back to looking at the the, the sheets and I did the pound and I, I I did the little like I didn't float away with my fingers and, yeah, I, and I you kind of ruined it. You ruined I don't believe it. in. That. I'm glad I did. I don't believe in that. All right. Uh, we have a, a, a packed show today. We have uh, Stephen Thompson, of course, is calling in Wonder Boy, who we love, and uh, he's fighting Darren Till, who's kind of a young uh, up and coming fighter. Was he sixteen zero and one? You said Chris. He is. Yeah. And. Um, they're fighting in Liverpool. It's the first uh, headline uh, fight, in, I guess the first match in Liverpool. And who else is on that fight? That Oh, Darren Till is the one who actually announced it. Okay. He's from there, yeah. Darren Till. I guess he, he is. is. Yeah. I thought he was Polish for some reason. Maybe because they fought in Poland, him and... Yeah, he, he fought Cowboy in Poland. Okay, I thought he was yeah. Polish. So uh, they are the main event. It's a fantastic fight, man. Originally, too, Darren Till had uh, wanted to fight Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy had said no. Because obviously it's a jump down in rank, so it must be a, a, a payday for Wonder Boy. And while well, the interim title is being fought for, and Woodley is out, there's not much for him to do right now. So he's probably like, "Fuck it, I'll just you know fight a guy who is at least below in rank, but still it's a, it's a, a, enough of an interesting name. It's like fighting yeah. Mike Perry, yep, or, or or going down to fight Ponzinibbio. It's like one of these guys who you're still going to be interested in, in watching fight. Well, it's it's kind of like that, but. It, the, you know this this kid's undefeated. This Darren. Till. Oh yeah, he's good. And I believe when he first was kind of calling out Wonder Boy, he didn't he didn't um, do what he did to uh, Cowboy. You know that I think that was after that after he took care of Cowboy. That's when it's like all right now he's everybody's starting to notice Darren. It was Till. after Cowboy, yes. Yeah, so I think now it makes more sense for Steven uh, to be like, you know what. That people know who this kid is, and look what he just did to Cowboy, who's so highly regarded. If I go in there and do what he did to Cowboy to him. Boom! Wonder Boy's back in the title. Well, no, no, no. He had said, Wonder Boy had said no. It was after the Cowboy fight. Because was he, it? Yes. Darren Till's number eight. They jumped him up to number eight after beating Cowboy. I don't know about that. Yeah. But then number one fighting number eight. That's a huge jump down. 
Uh, that's you know seven people lower, and I guess uh, Usman was fighting who? Uh, well, Usman oh, is fighting RDA, Damian right. Maya now. Oh no, Damian was... Maya. So RDA is fighting Colby Covington, right? Yeah. Um, for the uh, interim title. Exactly. Okay, so Maya is uh, spoken for, yep. and Usman is spoken for. I think that's the last thing Wonder Boy wants to is to deal with a fucking Maya or an Usman after having to deal with it with uh, yeah. Woodley, a wrestler. I mean, last thing you want to do is it's like Barboza. He goes from. Uh, a fucking uh, uh, Khabib to uh, Kevin Lee, just ground guys. It's like once in a while you probably like, give me another fucking guy that will stand up, yeah. please. Oh, yeah. You saying Wonder Boy? I, I think that all, anyone that fights typically standing up, you prefer that. You have to because I'm going to tell you, it's like baseball, pitching beats good hitting. Guys that can fight on the ground, I think most times are going to beat a striker, all things being equal, because you're going to get in there once. You're going to be able to get him down once. A really good ground guy is going to be able to take it down once. And man, you saw what happened with a guy like Barboza. It's like he just, he, and then he can almost take it out with one kick, but right. if he keeps getting put down and put down and put down, his energy's going to get drained. It's just, I always, I always uh, think those guys have an advantage. Yeah, well, he's also, he fought two of the best grapplers in the whole division. I mean, Kevin... Kevin Lee's grappling is extremely amazing, underrated, extremely underrated. Yeah, you know, I mean, look what he did. Even with even with the controversial stoppage with Kiesa, he was still on his fucking back with his arm around his neck. I mean, how many guys are doing that to Kiesa? Yeah, you know. So, and then what you seen what he just did to Edson? I think he's really coming into his own. Sure, I I, I already you know went on a rant about Kevin Lee last uh, episode, but I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, but. How the fuck did we get into Kevin Lee? We were talking oh, about ground fighters, and, 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 <laughs> yeah. and I'm saying that Thompson is finally fighting. I, I got like Darren Till, I think he probably, instead of dealing with a Damian Maya or Kamara Usman, who are going to be on the ground after dealing with Tyron Woodley twice, two, two fucking, you know, 10 rounds of fighting with Tyron Woodley. Right. Well, and he fought, he's and coming off the Masvidal, yeah. Yeah, the Masvidal. This that was a decision, yeah, too. He hasn't knocked anybody out in a while. He's a different, he's a different kind of fighter, this Darren Till. He's got some, a different skill set, you know? So I'm wondering. Who is harder to prepare for? Is he got a how does he have Wonder Boy? His style seems to be hard for any style standing up. You yeah. know what I mean? But Darren Till's got a unique style. He does have a unique style, and he's and he's undefeated, so he's got that confidence behind it. Um, I'm, I'm wondering what kind of look Wonder Boy is getting for for uh, to, to get ready for Darren Till. You know, Till's fought some. Do we do have Darren Till's fights? He, I don't think he has fought the level of fighter. That that Wonder Boy has fought either, and and I think that Wonder Boy is probably a harder guy to prepare for because everyone seems to think they know. He just he leads with his face. Yeah, I mean the guy his yeah. hands are at his side. How do you prepare for a guy who puts his yeah. hands to the sides and pokes his face in? Well, he puts his feet where he wants them. He and, always uh, puts his feet where he's he wants very them. Very accurate. He's in and out. Yeah, that's Mas- gonna be so much fun. I, and that's a five rounder. Yeah. So, yep. Wow. What's that, happening? I'm just watching. Uh, Jimmy Franklin just walked in. Distracting me by waving the people. Yeah, she's a good friend of mine. She's a comedian. Thank goodness. Um, so yeah, I, I would say that uh, this is an interesting fight. I'm glad he took the fight, though. I actually wanted to see this and was disappointed when he said no. But I understood why. Well, let's ask why did he... What, what changed his I mind? I already know why. Oh, you're saying... You're saying... Ching. It's going to be money and his hand wasn't ready. And he was probably holding out hopes... To fight uh, somebody else, uh, a little higher ranked. He had high hopes. That's right. I just like to sing sometimes. Oh, you Jimmy. should. You're wonderful at it. I mean, a lot of people would say you're terrible. I'm not one of those people. I think you're wonderful. Thanks, Jimmy. Wait a minute. A lot of people would say that backhanded you're... compliment. No, it's not. I'm just saying it's I enjoy a compliment you. Compliment on one hand. You're melodic. Then it's backhanded. <laughs> what? You're melodic. Ah, uh, thank you, Jimmy. I don't, know, I don't know what that means, but I'm going to say thank you. 
<laughs> Jimmy, it was so much fun with Master Henzo here. I love week. Master Henzo. That was a really, and I was talking to somebody. I'm absolutely going to go to Henzo's. I'm so stupid not to. You got it. So I have fun. to. Isn't I don't even so, care if I'm. I'm going to be terrible at it. I'm going to be tired. A, such a warm dude. Hey, Stephen, what's up, buddy? <laughs> Sorry. I should have jumped on the subway with you though, because I hung out with Henzo all day. I should have met him down by the academy, right? Because I made the mistake of getting in his convertible. So people are like, hey, we put some videos on after that. I'm on our my Instagram. And his Instagram of us having some lunch, telling some war stories. And my head looks like a damn tomato because I was in Henzo's convertible and we were in traffic, Jimmy. Traffic. Manhattan traffic. I should have jumped on the subway. Yeah. I'm in the back of this little thing because big. it was me, Big Chuck, Frank, and Henzo. Big Chuck, listen. There's no, it's not about drawing straws. I mean, big, big, big Chuck's a big dude. He has to I have had to front. put him in the front. He's a large man. So I'm behind him. And I, my head is just getting roasted. Jimmy, Jimmy, these are these are these are you know the problems I got. You had fun. I did have fun, Jimmy. I want to go down I'm there and start training. Lie. I'm going to trim my nails. We had some beers and, and we go down had, to fight. And we talk about some uh, some old school stories. And not to mention, I've been repping and teaching that footlock since I learned it, and I I fucking love it. Hey, we have Stephen Thompson. Hey, Wonder Boy. What's up, man? What's up? Hey, buddy. You're on with Jim and Matt. How's it What's going? Up, Wonder Boy. Oh. What's up, my brother? How you doing, my friend? Good, man. Where are you? Wonder, Wonder Boy, you sound psyched. Man, I'm pumped, bro. I like I, I, I'll, be leaving, I'll be leaving for Liverpool literally in about two weeks right now. So we're leaving a few days early just to get acclimated a little bit. It's only five hours ahead, but I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to be out there in the octagon again in front of the, front of the fans and ready to rock and roll, man. Now, Darren Till, he's undefeated, and he's got a... I mean, you've seen a lot of looks standing up, obviously. Do you, what do you feel he do you, he has a different look, Darren Till? Do you do did any, do anything differently um, sparring leading up to this and to try to match his look? He does. I mean, he does have a, a, a kind of a different look. I mean, he's a Muay Thai stylist, but he's a Muay Thai stylist that kind of keeps his hands fairly low. Um, he's kind of predictable. I mean, keeps his right foot in front, doesn't switch a whole lot. Throws. He's got a mean left hand. Throws the back leg, left kick. Uh, loves to throw elbows. Um, I would, to be honest with you, I haven't a lot. To be honest, I mean, my last fighter was fairly similar, George Masvidal. Yeah. So I've got some good strikers coming in, good guys that uh, that are good at simulating. I had Chris Weidman actually before his, uh, his his hand surgery, who's you know, which people don't understand, uh, underestimates uh, you know Chris Weidman's striking. It's very very good, and he's big, um, and he's very so big, I, yeah. Yeah, and he's, he's a big, he's a big, you know, 185er, and everybody's telling me that Darren Till's a big guy, but I'm pretty sure we're the same, we're the same height. I don't know if he walks around at a heavier weight, but uh, to be honest with you, man, I haven't done a whole lot. Just I'm, I'm ready wherever the fight goes. Uh, you know, everybody says he's a striker, but most of the time when people that I fight, they eventually try and take me down. I mean, George Masvidal said he was going to stand and bang, and uh, I think second and third round, he was he was trying pretty hard to get me down. Now, what made you change your mind in taking this fight? Because I know originally when he called you out, um, you weren't too interested, maybe because of the difference in the rankings and whatnot. What made you finally say, you know yeah. what, let, let me take this fight? Well, you know, I was approached right after the George Monsadol fight about Darren Till. And at the time, I wasn't ready. I had just found out I had broken my thumbs, both my thumbs, actually, in that, in that fight. Wow. Uh, tore a ligament. So, yeah, they, so they wanted to do surgery. Uh, I wanted to put a pin in my right my right thumb. I was like, no, let me see what physical therapy can do. So they're feeling great right now. 
But another thing was I wanted to see where the welterweight division was going. I mean, it's kind of up in the air right now. I mean, you had, you know, Tyron Woodley, who just came off of the shoulder uh, surgery. There was a rumor of an interim title at the time. So I wanted to kind of wait to see if I was on top of that list. Obviously, I'm not. So, uh, you know, I wanted to stay active. I want to kind of test myself against these these new up-and-comers. Everybody's saying these, you know, uh, the new, the next generation coming up. So I, I want to kind of test myself. And obviously, the trip to Liverpool is, a, is an awesome incentive as well. <laughs> You know, and the bottom line is, uh, if you win this fight, let's just say, because RDA is fighting Colby Covington for the uh, for the interim. Were you bothered that you weren't considered for the interim, being the number one, or did you understand because you have just fought twice for the belt? Yeah, I mean, I was kind of upset, you know, because I am rate number one, but at the same time, I do understand that I fought the, I fought for the title twice. Um, you know, they're going to give somebody else a shot, but I was a little disappointed. But you know, it is what it is, man. I, and you know, gotta gotta move on from there and. Uh, you know, I've always been a positive guy, so, hey, man, uh, I'm just excited to step out there again and show everybody what I'm capable of, but uh, and let everybody know that I'm, you know, I deserve that next shot. So I kind of, I think it really depends on where I go from here. It depends on, you know, how I, how I defeat uh, Darren Till, obviously, but whoever fights Tyron next, I think if they beat Tyron, I'll get that next shot. I think if Tyron ends up winning, then I'll probably have to fight one, maybe two more times before I get that shot again. So I'm kind of preparing myself for that. Okay, so you do see that either uh, uh, Dos Anjos or, uh, or Covington will probably get the next shot at Tyron, depending on which one of them wins, and you're hoping to get the winner of that if it's not Tyron, just so it's a different fight. Exactly, exactly. That's the plan. That's what we're shooting for. Um, you know, if, if RDA or Kobe Covington beats Tyron, I think I will get that next shot. So... Um, you know, always prepared for that. But but as of right now, you know, I'm preparing for Darren Till. I know everybody's saying that he's ranked number seven. He he is. Which, but to be honest, anybody in the UFC has the potential to to, to, to put you away. You know what I mean? They can close their eyes and swing it up, knocking you out. So I'm preparing as if he's got the title, and I'm taking it from him. I think he's. I actually think he's number eight. But again, when you look at what Ngannou did, how he jumped up in the ranks really fast. Sometimes that doesn't matter where somebody's ranked. And this is a really, really. Uh, he's an exciting fighter that everybody is talking about. He's already in a main event. I, I guess his second main event. Um, you know, after being relatively un- unknown for a while. So I think it's a smart fight for you to take because at least you're fighting somebody who is highly visible. Oh, I agree. And not only that, but most of the guys that I faced in the welterweight division have been wrestlers. You know, you have Jake Ellenberger, Johnny Hendricks, Warren McDonald's a great grappler. So I'm excited to take this one again because, you know, he, he is a striker. He's known for a striker, and that's what I'm known for, and that's why I feel most comfortable. So um, I'm, I'm always prepared for the takedown, but it gives me some exciting excitement that this guy, you know, he's willing to stand a bank, um, you know, uh, in the fight. Yes, and it's funny. We were talking before the fight. And I said that you were probably tired of fighting. After, after two Woodleys, it's probably nice to fight somebody that's not automatically going to shoot uh, for a takedown. And we talked about Barboza and other strikers who have just had to deal with these guys that only want to do takedowns. It's probably nice to at least know that a guy is going to want to stand up there with you. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, the last four fights have been mostly grapplers. Even though there wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot of grappling in the Woodley fight, there was always that element of, like, you know, this guy could, take, could try and yeah. shoot, me, shoot and take me down at any moment, at any point. Um, but I, I feel a little bit more relaxed, you know, uh, for the Montreal fight, obviously for this fight, because those guys aren't, aren't known for that. Will they do it? Maybe. But, um, it does give me some excitement thinking that, you know, this guy is going to want to stand and, and 
try and prove his Muay Thai is better than, than my style. Well, you've also, oh, sorry, Matt, you've also proven you can take a, a hit because, I mean, Woodley, literally in, in, uh, in both of those fights, had moments where I thought that, that you, were, he was, you, you were dead. And you survived both of them, so you, you certainly... <laughs> You're certainly not an easy guy to put away. You've proven that there's really there's there's no one punch that's gonna that's gonna put you away. Well, you know, I, I would like to think so. I mean, thank goodness I was blessed with a hard head. Thank you, Dad. But uh, <laughs> you know, taking those shots is never fun. Um, you know, I try to avoid those as much as possible. And to be honest, when you go back and watch my fights, I very rarely get hit because of the style. And I think that's why I'm I'm still going strong um, today. I mean, I'm 35 years old, and usually when guys turn 35, you kind of see them just kind of fall to the wayside, or, you know, a lot of these guys are very fought-worn, you know, like Robbie Lawler. A lot of these guys have just been banging it out since they were 18 years old. I feel like I kind of came into the MMA game fairly early, I mean, fairly late, you know, being, being you know, 28, 30. But even with my style, I don't get hit a whole lot. So I think that helps a lot to kind of keep my chin. Sure. That's so important because, I mean, look how many rounds and how many times you had your stand-up battles. But yet, you're not really taking a lot of mileage up there. You're not taking a lot of uh, withdrawals out of that bank. That's huge. You know, well, thank you. And I think it all has to do with how you train as well. You know, you see a lot of – I've been to a lot of gyms, man, where – MMA schools where – you know, you step on the mat and you're almost like spending for your life. I mean, yeah. you got these guys trying to take your head off wearing MMA gloves, forearms gloves, and full-out sparring. <clears throat> to me, that's just, you know, kind of the old-school way of, of of the MMA training. I think it's kind of evolving now. People are starting to understand that you can't be taking those shots in the gym. Um, I've talked to a lot of, you know, MMA fighters in the past that said, you know, I, did, I didn't lose my chin in the octagon. I lost it in, in training, yeah. you know, just not training correctly. And even at the gym today, our school, you know, my dad's been training in kickboxing champions for a long time. And I wear 18-ounce gloves. We pad up from head to toe, wear headgear. And even then, we still keep it fairly light. We keep it light to the head. That's, you know, we, yeah. we, we really run the body. So that, that helps a lot. I agree 100%. I never once sparred with the um, four-ounce gloves. I grappled with them because sometimes it's harder to get certain strangles and stuff. And, and guys could grab them, and, and it's hard to... You know, it makes a little bit more space. So um, even your gripping could be a little bit different with the gloves on. But I never sparred with them because it's so. You see, it escalates so easy. And even if you just punch a little bit harder, it's, it's these guys. It's no good, man. I remember I witnessed a thing the other day at Longo's where this one kid was getting upset. He was getting dominated. And he started trying to tee off on the kid. And I'm like, Longo, wow. what the fuck, Longo? Talk to this fucking kid. <laughs> I actually told the kid, I go, Yo, man, that's that's not the way to work with your partner. The fuck is the matter? Oh, yeah. It gets I, I I cannot stand that, you know. But uh, you know, at thirty five, how do you feel physically at thirty five? Like you said, um, your head I'm sure is fine, but do you feel slowing down at all? I mean, I know like Jimmy brings up a lot at thirty five. I was knocking out Frank Trigg, but how do you feel, Jimmy? Don't bring it up. Again. I, he won't let Jimmy, me stop. I get embarrassed. That's all I want to talk I about. I get embarrassed when you bring that up. Sometimes I mention GSP. Sometimes <laughs> yes. Frank Trigg. I have to mention something. Every show, Jimmy. Stop, I know. I can't stop help it. it. I apologize. It's about, about Wonder Boy now. I apologize. So how do you feel? At, <laughs> how do you feel at thirty five physically, man? You don't look to seem to be slow down at all not at all man i mean i i feel like i feel like i'm 25 years old to be honest with you That's i mean I, i've had four knee surgeries on my left i've had three on my right um and they're feeling great right now i think it, it just really matters you know what you're doing in training how you're treating your body outside of training as well putting the right stuff in your body uh you know staying hydrated drink i drink a gallon a gallon and a half of water a day sometimes more 
uh, all that helps, man. And just staying yeah. active, I'm telling you, it, it, it makes that, makes your body, you know, uh, last a whole lot longer. I, and I feel like I'm getting better. Uh, like I said, I feel like I came in the, the game fairly late when it came to MMA, but, um, you know, it's, I feel phenomenal to be honest with you. I'm, I'm improving every day, especially my grappling, my wrestling, which uh, I do every day pretty much, you know, if, if it's not full out wrestling, but drilling, you know, always drilling. So uh, my body feels awesome to be honest with you. How does yours feel, man? Uh, me? I feel great. Yeah. I feel phenomenal. <laughs> I, I'm chubby still, but I am rolling. I rolled this morning, and I laid off pizza for uh, a week. All right, listen to me. I can't lie to you. I had Ciro came over yesterday. It's Sunday's a cheat day, but before that, Jimmy, I didn't eat pizza in a whole week. Oh, good. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. I was gonna hit the applause. How, you, how do you how do you live in New York and not have pizza? That's what I'm thinking. You know, it's, it's I'd, not, I'd be. I, I an everyday thing for me. Yeah, it kind of is with me too. But I, I I'm kind of like an addict where I, I don't, I can't promise what's going to happen tomorrow. But I feel pretty good about today. <laughs> yeah, just for today, he's not going to have pizza. I feel good about today, and then we'll take it a, a day at the time. Sometimes when Matt eats a slice, he dozes off like a heroin junkie, just standing there with the with the <laughs> with my upside down I Sicilian. <laughs> Listen, I want to say happy birthday to your father. It was his birthday the other day, wasn't it, Mister T? Right or yeah, wrong? Yeah, he was 63 years old, yeah, man. Well, you're right. You're right. May hey, 5th. Yes. I, uh, five, you know, I wished him a, a Facebook happy birthday. And also, I don't want to split hairs with your old man. I know he's tough as shit still. Uh, but, uh, you know, I really feel I was right about that That uh, Kimbo. Not Kimbo. Uh, Kimbo? What's his name? No. Chemo. Chemo. Not Kimo. losing. I, I believe that it was his mouthpiece and not his ponytail. And I want to debate you. <laughs> I want to debate Mr. T about that. Because I feel I'm right. I feel I'm right, and I need video. I need proof. I want to talk to Chemo, and we got to get to the bottom of this. Because Mr. T, yeah, the best was in, in studio. He wasn't even mic'd, and all of a sudden he's like, "You got that wrong." You know, it's just great. Your father is, your father is great. <laughs> Remember that, Jay? I do. He, he, he doesn't have a filter, man. He doesn't have a filter. This guy. That's why he's you perfect know, he, on the show. Just, <laughs> Oh my gosh! He would, he would love to get on and just debate you like right now. We're, we're gonna sooner or later we're getting to the bottom of that. I'm Chris having Chris the producer dig up some tapes and video, and and your father could do the same. We're gonna have a good time with that. Forget the UFOs controversy. I want to know about uh, Chemo's ponytail getting ripped out. <laughs> 1993. You would love it. <laughs> shit. Hey Stephen, how did you break? Was it 93? I don't know. It's definitely not 93, oh. but by 95, it was you know it was like the yeah, third was, third UFC. Yeah, I was 12. You were 12. I, was 12. I know. I was, man. That was my very first one. But yeah, uh, my thumbs are feeling good. I ended up, I broke my thumbs. Uh, it, I, I think it was uh, early in the second round. Um, uh, he ended up keeping his guard up real, real, you know, real, real high and tight. So I was trying to throw my 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 hands. I, I didn't care if I hit him in the arms. I just tried to knock him, knock my knock my fist through his guard. And in doing so, I got my thumbs. Both of my thumbs hung up on the on his forearms or his elbows or something and just jerked them back and I remember going to the third round I couldn't even make a fist like I, I could close my four fingers but my thumb I could not wrap it around so going to that third round every time I threw a punch I just re-jammed my thumbs over and over again uh. um so it kind of it kind of uh kept me from really putting some steam uh on my punches that in the third round but you felt you broke both of them in the second round Yep, and in the second round, sure did. It's fucking shitty. I broke my left. I broke my left, and I tore a ligament in my right. So, you know, thank goodness it wasn't as bad as Chris Wyman's because I think he had his second surgery not too long ago. 
right? Yeah, I feel bad for what uh, he's going through. It sucks. I do too, man. Oh my gosh! Well, look, man, we love we love watching you fight, and, we, and come in here. Bring your dad next time you uh, you're in New York. Yes. Come in, you and your dad come back in anytime you want. And uh, good luck, man. I'm happy you're fighting again. And uh, if we can see you before, great. Or if not, uh, after you're done, please come back and come in and see us. Yeah, Wonder Boy. Yeah, anytime, brother. Anytime. We'd love we would love to come in in studio and hang out with you guys. So I appreciate it, guys. Good luck, man. Have a great fight. Okay. Take care, Wonder Boy. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. See All you, right. brother. Take care, Bye-bye. guys. A great man. Yeah, he really is. A he good really guy. is just a likable, likable guy. And that's not bullshit. That's exactly who he is. He's the oh, same no, guy. Oh, I, I did, a, just a I did some interview pie, with him. They had me the... interview him and, and Weidman and somebody else. It was like a four of us. And he just he, they, they were doing a photo shoot, of course, shirtless. Nice. And then fucking Frog Boy showed up. Oh, and you were the other person. Remember, it was like all of us in that gym. So wait, so Frog Boy, what was I? You're not <laughs> No. No, you're in shape. I remember we did that. I look like 150 pounds of chewed bubble gum. If a metal jacket, come on, uh, Jimmy. I seen Infinity War. That movie Infinity bombed. War. <laughs> it was so much fun, Jimmy. What a superheroes bomb. fighting superheroes fighting supervillains fighting Thanos. You know what they should? Thanos. They should be fighting. Uh, how come superheroes don't fight cancer? I mean, I'm just saying. That's a great point. Thanks a lot, Chris. Jimmy, why you know who's a hero? <laughs> Every mom and dad out there. What about the teachers? <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, the teachers. You well, know who listen. the real heroes are? Yeah. yeah, girls who blow me. Yes! <laughs> Jimmy. They're my heroes. Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy, the movie was fun, Jimmy. I heard it was amazing. I'm going to save it for, I think next week you're going to be gone, so I'm going to do a movie minute. I will be on the road. When, uh, Fe- I don't even know if Phoenix is coming in. We're going to have to try her. She better yeah, we'll come talk in. To her. When Matt asks, people uh, yeah, jump. maybe next maybe next uh, Thursday for Phoenix, and then we'll see about the other day. Maybe Jamie, Jamie English, maybe sure. Bobby Kelly. We'll keep everybody in suspense, Jimmy, while you're all fucking, you know, gallivanting, gallivanting around the world, doing my stupid shows. Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. It's simple, allowing you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or 10th, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. It's convenient. Our trusted partners allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage, the touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash unfiltered. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. Consumeraccess.org. Number 33. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up, an epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points, back-to-back, essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power, and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. 
The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph in a lot of transition. So you have to guard the three point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value, free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. Let's get through some gossip, man. Let's What's going gossip. on? Give me some news. What's going on with the news? Well, we do have, we'll ask Dana about this. A bit of good news. Ray Borg, uh, you know, his son has been very sick. He, uh, I guess, was having seizures or something with the brain. But he, tweet, he I guess he pushed it. He said, things are going well here in Denver. No more seizures which means we're one step closer to getting home and we got to take our first picture. We got to take our first picture all together. Oh, that's nice. Uh, thank you everyone for continued prayers. So good luck uh, to Ray Borg, but he pulled out of his fight, obviously to concentrate yeah. on you know, his son and, and it's understandable. Yeah. So good, good luck for him. And, and, and Gunnar Nelson has been uh, forced to withdraw from uh, fight night Liverpool because of, uh, against Neil Magny and knee injury. So oh, eight to man. 10 weeks out due to surgery. I don't know. Is Neil, is Magny going to get a replacement? I mean, it seems like there's enough time. Yeah. He's still on the card. So I think they're looking for someone to step in. Who do you think they get? Who, let's, let's guess. Um, hold on. Let's take a guess at who they're going to get to fight Neil Magny. Well, that's in Liverpool. Though. Let's it guess. Might be an English guy. Yeah. They might just bring in like a local kid. That's yeah. You know. Jimmy. Jimmy, how's your nose doing? It's bad as always. Huh? It's like sometimes has a yeah, dick I thought you shoved were just acting like a little piggy to me. I thought you give did the little piggy, you point your nose up at me. You know how you can't just take a local nobody and, 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 and put fucking for Gunnar Nelson. Come on, I think. What are you gonna do? They're gonna get. How's Masvidal doing? Uh, Leon, Leon, yeah, uh, Masvidal's out there. I guess. Leon, I think uh, that or Leon Edwards. Well, Leon right. Edwards is matched up with Cowboy right now. Oh, I, he is. Okay, feel, there you go. I yep. feel that uh, they're going to give somebody a shot and over in England. How about Kim? Dunk Young Kim. Um, I don't know. He could he could be around. That might be too short notice for him to to <coughs> take. Short I don't know. Notice. Let's go over more gossip. <gasps> All right. Let's go over. Oh, you want to play the guessing game some more? I was just a guess. I'm sorry, Jimmy. I'm no, no there's only a couple I'm of choices. Not swords. Uh, well, UFC's. I gotta itch my foot, Jimmy. I'm sorry. They have a memo to everyone in Chicago. They have a zero poly- tolerance plot for marijuana. We fucking stop with marijuana obsession. Who gives a shit? I know. Fucking relax already. Well, of course you're for it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, they warned the fighters last week to, or maybe even the week before that. Like, where just, is that? They should stop. That's UFC 225 in Chicago. That's June 9th. Oh, really? But they have uh, a zero tolerance policy. Oh, well, Chicago, you look, you like your pizza. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> Dan Hardy is uh, talking about coming back to the UFC. He wants oh, to fight in the Garden. I like Dan November Hardy. card coming up, but. Uh, he said they have to come to him with the right fight, the right opponent. And well, it's kind of weird. Though. You know what it, it is? is? I like Dan Hardy. I like him personally. I do. But 
when you got one foot out the door and you're looking for like kind of oh, asking for a last fight, but then it's got to be a, like a spurt and certain guy. It's like, listen, maybe you, sh- you should just go type of thing, you know, because it gets dangerous because now you're just kind of doing it. Hey, like, I don't know. Do you really you're not going for any kind of run? You just want a goodbye fight? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, give it. Listen, I'll say give it to him because I like the guy. And he's always he spent, one, you know, one camp at my place when he had the fight with GSP that time. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's an entertaining fighter, so I wouldn't mind seeing him again. He's got to come back with the Mohawk, then. He don't come back with the Mohawk. I don't think I don't want to see him, though. <laughs> I agree. I like yeah. the Mohawk. That's yeah. him. Either that or I want him to have a Prince Valiant hairdo. Don't do that, Jimmy. Why not? To Dan Hardy. Now, a couple of fights. I, we, we have a couple of questions to ask Dana, too, about oh. uh, Nico Montana. She's the flyweight champion, and uh, she has an injured foot. And, boy, she gave Ariel a beating. Uh, she was furious she about did? something he had said. Yes, yeah, so oh. we'll ask Dana. What? Yeah, it's a whole Instagram post. I mean, it's like a very long Instagram post. But Do we have that? Maybe we can get a couple of moments of Yeah, this. I can pull it up. Sure. Also, uh, I want to... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go for it. Uh, Jacek against Tisha Torres. That's fight night in Calgary. So I wonder for Joanna, what does she do now? I mean, obviously, she has to fight a couple more fights before she gets any type of shot at Rose or hope that Rose she loses. Is, um, she's very adamant that she won that last fight. Huh? Well, you know, that's... Thoughts? You know, I I don't Take know. It, over. it was very close, man. I I would have. I don't felt she took the. I don't feel she took the champion's belt. I was okay with Rose getting that decision, but um, I understand why Joanna would would have an issue with it too. Like it was a close fight, and at least, I think for Joanna that enables her to keep fighting. Like okay, I was undefeated. I had I caught a punch. I got fucking knocked out, but now I came back and I fought another good five round fight that I should have won. Like as a fighter, I think that's kind of how she keeps herself going too. Yeah. So yeah. the straw. That's uh that's a uh, fight night. July 28th in Calgary. Good for her getting back on track, or at least back into fighting. Brunson, after his, uh, that fucking knockout by Jacare, which was a devastating knockout. Oh, shit. Uh, Antonio Carlos back? Jr. Sure he is. That's 227 Dillashaw versus Garbrandt 2. That's August 4th from Vegas. Uh, oh, no, sorry, Los Angeles, California. Who's he fighting, you said? He's fighting uh, Antonio Carlos Jr. Oh, the, who's, who's Dean Thomas's boy, Shoe, yep. shoe Face. Yeah, yeah, who I had uh, lunch with. You had lunch with Shoeface also? No, just Dean Thomas in Florida. Oh, it's nice, though. It's nice you and Dean Thomas. You see him once in a blue moon, you get lunch. We like see that. see me every day and no lunch. We like that. <laughs> no lunch. You're well, busy. I was... Oh, oh, I don't know. You were what? We just figured we'd see each other and have a lunch. It's fun. Catch up. It's fun to do. <laughs> it was fun. Fun to do. Maybe, I, you know, maybe I'll just start hanging out with Bob Kelly. Hey, you've been in the shed. That's right. I have been Bob in comes shed. in here. You guys are hanging out at each other's places. I don't get invited to the shed. Put a little AC on. It's fucking hot. Sure. Uh, I was going to say, by the way, so this is the Nico Montano post that I got up, but she did... uh, Montano. Oh, you're right. She she apologized for this because she got a little like... Apologized for what? Vulgar. She used to cut, you know, some bad words and whatever. Are we we going to hear it? I, no, I mean, it's a pe- post. people can find. I don't know if we should read it just because she apologized for it. I don't know if we need to bring it back up, but whatever. We should bring it up. Yeah. What did she apologize for? Yeah, what did she apologize for? Uh, she, you know, she called. She read it, Chris. In her voice. You gotta read it, homie. Fuck. She said this just in. Well, why don't we explain the situation a little yeah, bit? Explain anyway. it, I don't yeah, explain it. Yeah, Ariel on. said uh, that he heard that the UFC had had enough of her delays and was getting frustrated with her. Right. And she came back and said this, but do it in her voice. No, I can't do it. Come on, man. Uh, she said this just in. Ariel Hawani is a huge waste of space. Everyone and their grandma knows about my condition. She's had this foot injury. She fought uh, for the title with that foot injury, and it like hampered her, and she's sure. been injured since then. Uh, she said, I'm five days post-tonsillectomy and adenoid removal surgery due to a bacterial infection that's been inhibiting my practice all year. Soonest I can get back on the mats is 16 more days. 
This was like a, a week ago, basically. Okay. The UFC not only knows about this, but flew me out to Vegas themselves to get the surgery done as soon as possible oh. so I can jump on getting a, a fight with Shevchenko lined up. Mm. If you've been a fan of mine, then you know my mindset. No girl is anything I'm not. Who's scared to fight? It's what I do. It's literally why I'm uh, the anomaly here because I was ranked number 14 on the show and came out number one. It's true. Uh, it's apparently in douchebag's best interest to throw my name out to the wolves in order to stay relevant. And, you know, Jamie, she just keeps going on. Okay. I don't there, so. so she's apologizing for her salty talk. When, yeah. when did she apologize? She uh, posted another post. Uh, we say, nah, I'm sorry. Yes. Maybe. I mean, look, you, you, when you're when you're when you're in this world, you're going to get things wrong at times. I mean, you know, yeah, she apologized. What did she apologize? Not for being mad at him, but for cursing. Yeah, she, yeah, I mean, she just, you know, personally insulted him or whatever. She said, uh, let's see. I, oh, Ariel said, for the record, he said, I stand by everything that I reported. In fact, after I reported it and her message coming out, people within the company reached out to me to let me know that I was accurate. So we can, we can ask okay. David about this later. Oh, um, man, that's not going to go good. Well, we got to <laughs> ask him. We got to ask the boss. I, I like to get the boss. Jimmy likes final. to stir some shit. No. Stir it up, baby. I like to, but yeah. I want to find out. It's we gotta fine. know. You think? You think possibly? I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, count any chickens. I don't want to act like I'm Nostradamus. Jimmy, I said it there right. There you go. I said it right. What'd you call him last time? Uh, Notre Dameus. No, I think that's not true, Jimmy. It's <laughs> not true at all. But I think that I th- I'm pretty sure. I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure Dane is going to have something unflattering to say about Ariel. He might, but he might say he's right too. I mean, he may say yes. We were frustrated. I don't know. We'll be. We'll only, you know, we'll answer that. Betting- I'm not a betting man. We'll ask but DW. if I was, yeah. you like calling him DW? He loves it. People say that to him. Sometimes. DW. Hey, DW. I've never heard that. I nor have I ever it. said it. I do too. It's awful. D is it's not awful. It's awful. AD. I've been called CS. I hate AD. that. CS? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get oh, I get it, Jimmy. But, you know, hey, listen, whatever. <laughs> Martin Tybora. I say his name right? I always you get did. it wrong. Yep. No, you got it. Again, Stefan Struve. Stefan Struve. Yeah. Against... Uh, in, in, in Hamburg, uh, July twenty second. Good old Hamburg. I like. I know again, but I really want to see um, him using his length and height better. Yes. I oh hey, listen. That's well. Also, you know, he's not bad. He he's uh, Marcin Marcin. You know, he hung with uh, Verdum on the floor for how many rounds? For fucking five whole, rounds. Yeah, yeah, for five rounds. And I believe his jujitsu will be on the offense versus Stefan Struve. So that's gonna be a very interesting fight. And uh, I believe Marcin will uh, do some damage. You think he'll put him down? Yeah, I think so, Jimmy. I don't, yeah. I don't you know. Listen, this is MMA. Anything, anything could happen. Yes. You know? Uh, what was I going to say? I want some juicy gossip. I don't want to hear who's fighting it. We got enough of that. Give me some shit. Brandon Rayner Give me some shit. Alexander. No, you just Alexandre Pantoja. Okay. No, you just, you just, I just wanted to mention the last two. No, you're just naming fights now. When I don't Brad, want to mention Brad fights Brad Tavares anymore. against... La, la, la. I'm only keep mentioning <laughs> Israel uh, Adesanya. Uh, Adesanya, Adesanya yep. Yeah. Oh. That's a very fun oh. fight. It's a great fight. And it's a good... It, that's a good fight for Brad Tavares, who wins a lot. I think he kind of flies under the radar, but that's a big name guy to well, fight. Well, Israel's the know. one who's got some, a lot of hype behind him. Absolutely, you know? yeah. And he had a little, like the last round, that last guy was doing all right with him on the floor. Yeah. Right? Oh, that last guy. What was the guy he fought? I feel bad. I have to give, give the guy props. Uh, he was a tough dude. I, I fucking, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Now, Matt wanted gossip, too. And I, t- I just wanted to throw a I like too. some gossip. I felt that would have been negligent. Uh, oh, Marvin Vittori was the last one. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he, he was a tough kid. Definitely. That yeah, looked out guns, but then he the, his toughness uh, got him in that third round, if I remember correctly. Yes. Interesting. What kind and of gossip that, do you want? 
I don't want to you forget. Said, you said it like creepy. No, I want to know what kind of gossip. I don't is. know what's new in the world. Well, we got. The, I mean, we got the first one on the little rundown there. I mean, because we could bring this up with Dana as what? well, but we can give. Uh... Oh, what about Leslie Smith? No, about Mar- uh, Mario Yamasaki. Oh yeah, we'll ask her about well, going to John wait, McCarthy's. Wait, wait, guys, I don't. Mean, you guys are fuckers. No, Why, yeah. what's going on with Mario Yamasaki? No, because he's attending John McCarthy. What's it called? His, it's uh... it's it's, uh, it's an acronym. I'm not sure what it stands what for. Is, but it's what the is... command refereeing seminar that John McCarthy does. In July, and uh, <laughs> Mario Yamasaki's decided to oh, attend wow. this year. Well, he admitted everybody, he- I want to be a referee. Let's go to Big John's fucking camp. To fucking- <laughs> <laughs> well, Big John, Big John, what if they do this, Big John? Oh, wow. All right, here's your money. Oh, fuck that. What are you going to do with that? Well, what is that about? What is the referee cause? Uh, here's the problem. Uh, he's uh, actually saying that he admits he let uh, Cachuera fight too long against yeah. Shevchenko. He said, I'm not cocky. I'm just saying I've been here for 19 years. I can't learn anymore. He's, uh, he's saying that he made, he's like, people make mistakes. I guess he's, he's admitting he fucked up and made a mistake, but Dana hated him. I love how much, the, the, I, by the way, don't tell Dana. I love how much Dana has annoyed him. <laughs> what about the... Uh, Mario Yamasaki could fucking go... Re- I love how mad Dana all, gets. I thought, that was my, I thought that was my voice. No. You just did the... That's Dana? That's Dana. I, me and Dana sound a lot similar. Yeah, but when you're upset, you do. Yeah. I'm but Dana sorry. can't. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... You know, fuck Mario! I, I just want to see what he said. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be flattering. No. Yeah, well, Mario was saying, because he spends time, I think he has a school or, or something in Maryland, does. but then he also spends time in Brazil, and he was saying that he spent a lot of time in Brazil recently, so maybe he's kind of, you know, out of touch with how th- this scene is doing in America, you know. It, well, it he, wanted, some, he said he wanted to allow it to be a warrior. That's, yeah. That that didn't go over big. No. Yeah. You, but, uh, but now I would assume he's trying to get back into it, obviously, so. Yeah, listen, you know. I don't know what to say about that. I, I like Mario, though, so I don't want to fucking... I'm not a guy to step on somebody's neck when they're no, fucking... No, I hear you. I hate, like, Jimmy's I doing hate the hard pe- I hate when people do that hard. I, I can't do it I'm right. Gonna stop you know, doing mine it. looks like mine looks like a mine looks like a fucking an actual heart. It's, it's like it's just a lump. I can't do it properly. Like it's no, awful, it. Jimmy. It's good. It stinks. I'm gonna stop doing that sometimes. Do you know? Too. Until I just did that, I thought it was upside down the whole time because yeah. I've always looked at myself like that. When you do it like that, it's actually right. You're making it kind of like a vagina. I really am. <laughs> That's how I sound, Jimmy. I know it is. You're an animal. <laughs> it's a fucking. Matt's a what else do we got? Uh, well, what I was gonna, we got, the new Chip Jefferson uh, podcast we, is up. Nah, I'm not, I would never boo it because that's how you make. You got to come on. Nah, I know what I'll do. I'll go. Chip on the, loves you. You know what I'll do? Sure, you go on the Chip podcast. No, I'll go on the serious thing with you and and, and uh, Sam and John Stewart and Sam. I know. Come Sam, on with uh, Sam Roberts. Come on the Chip podcast. Uh, John Stewart. People are demanding it, Matt. Uh, I, 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 I was going to say this, Matt. So you saw Avengers. You really enjoyed it. I Colby did. Covington. He did this before. He did this when Star Wars came what? out. He tweeted the day the day the <laughs> See, movie came out. He tweeted spoilers. See, stuff like that's funny though because yeah. he's a douchey guy. Like he try he plays hard to be the douche. Right. You know. Oh, you wanted to bring that up too, uh, Colby and uh, Joe Rogan. Oh, we. Well, I, I don't know that. Christopher Medusa. Let's what? all the behind the scenes shit out there. Well, he's right. Did you want to bring that up? No, Try to fine. tell him, hey, Sorry. bring something up nice and make it. Well, like, no, 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 no. Then you guys got mad at me because I asked what it was, and you're Fucking like, oh, Medusa. Did you want to bring that up? I heard no, because I like to yeah. talk about stuff on air. Yeah, yeah. That he, what was he doing? Didn't you say he was fucking threatening Joe Rogan or something? Yeah. So I guess Colby Wait. at some point in the last whatever couple of months like made some comments about John Jones. They roomed yeah. together at one point in college, yeah. and you know they had like a back and forth. So whatever. And then Joe Rogan on his podcast was saying, you know, Colby should be careful because eventually he's going to be face to face with John Jones, yeah. and John Jones could probably kill him because John Jones is a, you know, a huge dude and a monster. 
Um, so what you know, did, and what, they, what did Colby so say? Colby though? heard that and then said, you know, Joe Rogan better watch his mouth because you know we're going to be in Chicago together. I, I could slap Joe Rogan. But did he? What did he uh, exactly say? Do you know? Do you have it anywhere? Yeah, I can. I have it right. Joe there. Rogan is not a. I mean, Joe, Joe's not a fighter at, at this moment. But Joe Rogan was teaching GSP spin. You ever watch Joe Rogan kick a bag? Joe yeah. Rogan's a fucking animal. Yeah, Joe I'm not had, saying Joe that. Joe could handle himself. Yeah, he, he, Joe's just on an announcement. Me, you could smack. You're not just going to yeah. smack Joe. Well, I want to know exactly what he said, so we're not misquoting right. him. Yeah, hold on, let me get that. Could be I'm going to do smack with Joe Rogan. Who knows? Maybe he's offering <laughs> to do heroin with him. <laughs> uh, so he threatened to to do what exactly? So Joe, but Joe's basically saying, like, "Man, just watch who you talk shit about," because. Yeah, yeah, right. He, wasn't he did get a boomerang yeah. in his fucking face. I mean, guys do get heated when you when you when you cross some lines, right? You know, the Avengers thing—that's silly. He likes, he likes. I don't mind that the guy tries to be like a douchey guy, right? Well, here's what Colby. So this is what Colby said. He said, "I think Joe Rogan should worry about what he's saying about me <laughs> because we might just meet face to face soon in the near future. He might be commentating that Chicago card, so that's kind of hypocritical of him to say something like that." Because when he's talking about me, we might be face to face. I might have to just slap him. That's and you know, Rogan responded. He was like, "Don't slap me, Kobe Covington." Like I'm, I'm just saying. You know, he thinks he's funny. Yeah, he's plus, the, the plus, the bottom line is, if you didn't slap for Doom, you shouldn't slap Joe. He's not, I don't think he's right. slapping anybody. No, I don't think he. Will. I'll tell you right now. You know, I am shorter and chubbier than Joe Rogan. Try yep. to smack me, Colby. See how that works out for you. Okay, smack me and give me a wedgie. You're going on these fucking uh, this nerd bashing tour. I like comic books more than anybody. I'm not. I might have the book smarts of a real nerd, but I got the heart of one, Jimmy. Well, is you he? Know? Is he? A- and you know why I'm not worried why? about fucking getting smacked and fucking getting a wedgie? Uh, one, I can handle myself. And two, I go commando. I ain't worried, Jimmy. You know what? Jimmy, <laughs> I ain't worried. You know what about Forget Colby Joe Rogan. Down? Forget Joe Rogan. Come smack me. See how it's good for your career. You know what's bad for your career? Getting your ass handed to you by a chubby fucking ex-fucking fighter. Arr! Yes! Why do you want to fight Colby Covington? I don't know. I just think he's an asshole. But listen, he's doing a good job, though, because we're talking about it. Sure he is. And he's a good fighter. You know? Fight but, you the know, interim belt. You can't be threatening to smack yeah. people. Well, you know. It's not nice. It's not nice, but he's not nice. You know? He's not trying to be nice. Hey, listen to me. Didn't he call in and we liked him? I thought we no, liked him. We never Wait, talked did to he have a call I thought, no. we, I thought we talked to Colby. No. I, I wouldn't be so. against getting him on here. I wouldn't either. <laughs> nah, well, maybe he's going to get closer to Chicago. Actually, I don't know. I don't even like that guy. Get him in studio, though. Well, he won't. He's on, where's he live? Well, if he's ever in studio, get he's him in Florida, I think. Okay. That'd be better, though. Because that way, if shit goes south, at least we'll be face-to-face. Right. You know? I don't think it's going to go south. What am I going to do? Break it up? Jimmy! We have fun on Unfiltered. Hey, we have. Uh, I'm hungry, by the what, way. What, Jimmy? We huh. got any sweets? Yeah, I guess. You want to take a break? No, what about some Sherry out? Berries? That's what I want to do the recap. Oh, fucking sure. Wait, the fucking, fuck? I got to produce wow. the show from over here. I know, right? <laughs> Chris is over <laughs> there just enjoying my I jokes. Was 100% picking up what you were laying down for the whole audience. I know and you This guy's going, what do you want me to get put out for some fucking uh, takeout? You want chocolate? <laughs> you want some chocolate? Want some unsalted nuts? <laughs> fuck that shit. I want some Sherry's Berries. You know what I love about my mom? Sherry's Berries. No, my mom. My mom passed. She did. You always got to start it with that, Jimmy. I didn't mean to. Why do you always got to start it, says, it with that? Look, it says in the notes that we should talk about what we love about our moms. Jimmy. And uh, what I love about my mom is that she's, she's alive. That <laughs> she's alive. I can still hug her. <laughs> no, what so, I love about my mom is she's a fun person. Like when I was a kid growing up and I'd be depressed, yep. my mom and I would go, go to the balcony. Uh-huh. And you know how people fill a water balloon with, and they throw it at people on the bottom? Yes. My mom would do that. <laughs> but, but she'd fill it with shit. <laughs> 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 
fuck is the matter with you? What's the matter with your mom? She was awesome. She's so oh, awesome. Shit. A gift from Sherry's Berry shows you. Put thought into her gift. She's going to love it. I, I got them. They sent them to us. They're delicious. Yeah, they really are, actually. Dude, they're phenomenal. It's not hard to sell these things because they really are good. Right now, our listeners can uh, send Sherry's Berries starting at uh, 19 dollars plus shipping and handling. Or, or this is pretty sweet, you can double the berries for $10 more. So that's $29.99. You double your berries. Your berries are going to arrive in Sherry's Berries signature gift box. There's a beautiful ribbon. No gift wrap required. You don't have to do anything. They're juicy, fresh strawberries dipped in milk. Dark and white, chocolatey goodness. Then topped with rich chocolate chips. What's that? Chopped nuts (sighs) and signature swizzles. Sherry's Berries. It's more than just berries. They've added amazing new treats created with mom in mind, like Mother's Day cake pops, strawberry cheesecake bites, and artisanal chocolate truffles. Wait, My they, mother, I'm sorry, Jimmy. They got cake pops? Yeah, cake pops. I, Chris, the producer, I don't yeah, want to break up this ad, but this has to do with this ad, this uh, read here. You want this cake pops? Fucking, Matt wants cake no, pops. I don't, Jimmy, stop it. I'm dieting. But I need to order Sherry, Sherry's Berries yep. for my lovely wife. I got to get these for my yes, mother. Yes, who is also the, Jimmy, the mother I, Jimmy, of your children. I got to order for my wife. I why, do you for my mother. Keep, why do you got to keep rubbing it in? Because I got to my, my mother passed. Because <laughs> I don't have a wife. I have to do it to my mom. Can we, Chris producer, remind me after the show, can we order this? Really? Yeah, 100%, I'm going to forget. Yes. I'm gonna no, forget. no, no, we'll, we'll do Before it. Before I leave today, can we order Sherry's Berries for my wife? You choose your Absolutely. delivery date and it's guaranteed. If your mother is still with us, God bless you. Uh, customer satisfaction. It's always number one of your money back. I'm going to send to my living mother. I'm really happy. <laughs> but you can also send them to your wife. Well, you know what? What if your girlfriend has kids? What if you're dating a MILF and she has kids? Oh. Send her some uh, Sherry's berries. Yes. This way her and her dumb kids can enjoy them. Yes. Hurry and order today. Mother's Day's in five days, you lazy bums. I put in the lazy bums part. Yeah. We know our listeners. Yeah. This is uh, this coming Sunday, May the 13th. You've obviously, look, you're not a great husband. You're not a great son. You're not a great partner. So do something right and get her a good Mother's Day gift. You suck all year. Some of you cheat. You're, you're out late with your friends. You're, you're watching. She wants to watch something girly. You're watching UFC fights. Be a good husband. Buy her some nice Sherry's berries. And then say, look at these, a cake pop. I like cake pops, Jimmy. Go to berries.com. Jimmy, that's B-E-R-R-I-E-S dot com. You can get your mom freshly dipped strawberries. They start at $19.99 plus shipping and handling. And look, you could double the berries for an additional 10 bucks, you cheapskate. So get her double the berries. This way, when you go over and see her, you can shove half of them in your fat face right. and mom won't care. Berries.com. Code UFC. Very important because we don't want some other scum getting credit. <laughs> Absolutely You've got to click on the mic in the upper right There's a little mic and put UFC. Do it for me and Matt. We don't get paid a lot of money for this gig. And we're on our way out if we don't start bringing the dollars in. That's what Dana has said. Well, I know Mrs. what Mrs. Sarah is getting for, you know, Mother's Day. I do too. Mrs. Sarah being my wife. Yes, of Not course. my mother. No. She passed. Berries.com. Code UFC. Code UFC. <laughs> I like that he's coaching you like you're his six-year-old daughter doing the school play. <laughs> I know. Smile. Pick up the flower. <laughs> Wave it at the wizard. <laughs> I'm going to take a leak. What do you think, Matt? Me, uh, me too, Jimmy. Uh, let's just do it together. Let's bunk helmets. No. Come on. Sword fight, sword fight. Sherry's berries are literally my favorite snack. I'm not just saying that because they're a sponsor. Yeah, it's over. The, the read is over. I dude. do enjoy them a whole lot. Yeah? 
Yeah, they're delicious. They're tasty. Oh, my, my, my wife loves the strawberries, so that's what and I'm getting fresh, for her. Fresh, juicy berries. I'm going to get that for her, and then I'm going to get lucky. You think so? I still. A lot of guys, after a while, they get bored of being with their wife. Not you. Not this guy. You know what are you drinking? Looks like shit. What I'm exactly, and boy, does it make you. Oh I'll be lucky God, if I make man. it to the train. <laughs> I tell you, I drink this stuff. I shit down the back of my leg on Seventy Second Street. Did you really? No. Okay, uh, but Jimmy, I, I I believe you. Know, this is a vegetable like... juice. All vegetables oh. with beets and carrots and green vegetables I, and kale. I, oh, oh, kale. It's actually kale, good though. Kale me. No, it's not. Listen, I only have my vegetables in a burger. I'm going to get a veggie burger. This is what I do. I get... The, don't, don't do that. In the, in the, that's Can't rude. help it. It's goodness. It's rude. It's You're rude. right. My fault. And before that, you busted ass. Can't help it. But um, <laughs> I'm going to go... Before we get on the Subway Jimmy today, I'm going across the street and I'm getting one turkey burger and one veggie burger. No bread! Maybe a little Pepper Jack cheese. But no bread, Jimmy. Ooh, little cheese. I'm doing a little a- Atkinsy. A little Atkinsy. I can't wait to ask Dana White... I hate people that say they're whites for the <laughs> Now, good. Dana White is calling in. You're like a southern gentleman there. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. White. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to address him that way when he calls in. Yeah, he's we're, just, we're changing the tone of this podcast. It's going to sound more official, Dana more chimed, Dana chimed in on one of my uh, Instagram posts. I posted that video of me and Henzo. Uh, Henzo and I. <laughs> I, I, can, I fucking hate you. I literally caught myself in the middle. Go! I was like, "Go!" F-. I was about to tell you to fuck yourself. Why would I say that? Because that's a natural response to being yeah. corrected, of course. Right? Oh my god! The video of Henzo and I, and uh, he chimed in because Henzo's in there going, "He never flinch. He never flinches." Yep. It was part of a story. And uh, Henzo goes, he never flinches and apparently never wears sunblock. <laughs> Fucking Dana. <laughs> Dana chimes in. <laughs> Taking shots. Shots fired. Well, I noticed you were all red. Oh, dude. Look at, I mean. How's you did my, look how's red. How's my face now? Better? No. I mean, Still red? This is not exactly a high level to achieve. It's good. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> it's good. Let's say. You are I'm, red, though. Your head is red. My head is a red. A little bit. Yeah, I can see you caught a little burn. I'm blushing. Oh, oh here we go. Look at this. That's why he's the boss, because he's on time. Stop kissing ass. I'm not kissing ass. The boss is on time. I praise the boss. Hello. What's up, buddy? Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm great. How you doing? Very good. Um, we're glad we got you on the phone. We wanted to start. Now, we don't want to start with anything that's going to upset you. Um, Oscar De La Hoya. Now, he, <laughs> <laughs> he had been kind of shit-talking MMA and, you know, and kind of mocking the whole Conor fight. Then all of a sudden, he wants to step up and fight Conor. Now, he's saying he's been talking to uh, Liddell about creating Golden Boy MMA. What do you think about all this? Hey, listen... <laughs> it, 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 it is it is funny but yeah i get it listen everybody sees what's going on everybody everybody wants a piece and and i hope that's the case what i do hope in this whole thing i hope that he is partnering up with chuck liddell and they're going to be partners other than having chuck liddell come in and fight oh yeah okay because if, if it's if it's that he's partnering up with chuck liddell and they're going to get into the mma business nothing would make me happier that that's awesome i'd love to hear that that's true um, for Chuck, um, if he plans on kicking off uh, his MMA program with Chuck fighting, that will that will not be good. That would really really bum me out. You know, Chuck Liddell, Chuck Liddell is almost fifty years old. That guy that guy has doesn't need to be fighting. Yeah, he's kind. Of, he's made his contribution. He's made his mark. And and to fight at this point, it would just be more dangerous. And it's hard to watch somebody you like that much put themselves in a dangerous situation. I care about the guy very much, you know. He, 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 
he hasn't won a fight since 2007. His last three fights, he, he was viciously knocked out. I think it's uh, six. He lost five of his last six. There's, that was 10 years ago. There's, there's no need for Chuck Liddell to fight. So hopefully it's a, uh, it's a partnership. Yeah, I hope so too, buddy. And uh, we also wanted to ask you too uh, about, uh, and we know Leslie Smith she was, uh, you know, she was uh, listed in the Project Spearhead as uh, the interim president, and uh, now she's saying that you guys, uh, what you didn't want to re-up her contract after she was unable to fight because the other girl came in two pounds over. Uh, what exactly is going on with her now? She's filing yeah. a grievance. Yeah, apparently she did. To be honest with you, I don't know enough about this to talk about it. Um, I literally don't know anything about it. I know that that she's upset and she filed something. She's suing us or filed something with somebody. I don't know. I'm 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 at a point in my life where I don't I don't focus on that shit anymore. That's that's not my problem. That's somebody else's problem. So sure, what? I, I I get to do all the fun shit. Speaking of fun shit, now listen. I seen on your Instagram, buddy, that you were back at Gino Steaks. And mm. uh, oh my god, I got so hungry just watching hey, that. You you, and you your... were talked about, my friend. <laughs> oh, Believe yeah. me, G Gina. You know, Gino was telling me that he saw the episode. Yeah. Um, of, of looking for a fight we went there. He loved when you said, these fights suck. Let's go back to Gino. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking serious. <laughs> now, oh, my oh, God. He, he, he was all pumped up about that line. He loved it. Yeah, you believe me, you, you were talked about. Oh, my goodness. It look, I, I just seen that picture with you and your boys there. Now, listen, there's a rumor you were in there, uh, not only to get those delicious steaks, but uh, those uh, cheesesteaks, but to, get the, to talk to Eddie Alvarez about a new contract. Is there any truth to that? Yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, I saw that thing came out from Eddie that said, you know, the UFC's playing games and this and that. And I called Eddie and I said, Eddie, there's no games. His manager literally told us that he wanted to fight his contract out and, um, and, and, and you know, check around, see, see, see how much he could get. And I said, you know, you, you guys said you wanted to fight your contract out. Now I see that you said you're not fighting without a new contract. So those type of situations are always better when you sit down face-to-face. So we got together that morning in Philly, um, talked some shit about the Celtics and, and, and the 76ers, and then, uh, you know, we, we, uh, we talked. And it was a great meeting. I feel like it was, uh, I feel like it was a really good meeting. So I, 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 have a, I have a really good feeling we'll get something done with Eddie and, and get this fight with him and Poirier going. Oh, okay, that is what you're thinking of doing is the rematch for those guys. Mm-hmm. And now yeah, what, it's a great fight. I'm thinking July. So my birthday is July 28th. July 28th, we're going back to Calgary. We have a long, you know, we have, we have, a, we have a long history and a debt to pay to the city of Calgary. So I'm building, like, the baddest birthday card ever. I'm calling it my ultimate birthday card. And uh, I'm going to fly up there for my birthday, spend a couple days in Calgary, and go to the fights that night. Okay, now why do you all, why do you guys all, uh, guys go Calgary for what was that the did, did a, what was happening there? So we had an incredible fight planned up in Calgary years ago, and um, I went up there had a press conference. The place was insane. The fans in Calgary were incredible. It was so cool. Everybody was so excited. And then literally, this is no bullshit. The whole card not only fell apart, but there were some fights that changed two and three times. Oh, okay. Leading up to that, the fans all still showed up. Everybody showed up to the fights. It, it you know, 
um, and that night didn't really deliver like we normally do. You know how the shit goes down, and we rebuild the card, and sure. we put it back together, and it always delivers, and people are like, oh, man, the card was great. Anyway, well, that, that didn't happen in Calgary, so I'm, uh, I'm doing everything in my power to make this – this Calgary card sick, and then I'm going to go up there for my birthday. Okay, so you're going to make this a good card as kind of a makeup for being unable to fix it in the moment when it was there. Absolutely. Now, also, we want to talk too about uh, you know the uh, the uh, flyweight champion uh, Nico Montano. Uh, she has an injured foot, and uh, you know recently her and Ariel got into it. I guess where he was saying that the UFC has had enough or is being impatient. I'm paraphrasing. And um, she came out and very angry on Instagram and responded to that, saying that he was incorrect. And he kind of, I guess, uh, doubled down and said he stood by it. Was he correct to say that? Um, of course well, he wasn't correct. Who the fuck does Ariel Hawani talk to at the UFC? Nobody here is talking to him. You know what I mean? And what we found out is that he was actually talking to... Um, he was actually talking to Valentina's people who said that is not what we told Ariel. We told them that we were getting very frustrated with, uh, with Nico, not the UFC. Oh, okay. So she was... Exactly. No, nobody's here telling Ariel Hawani jack shit. You think we're calling Ariel going, we're getting frustrated with fucking... You know what I mean? And if there's anybody that's going to say we're getting frustrated, there's three guys, and I'm one of them. And none of us are talking to fucking Ariel Hawani. That I can guarantee you. Because you, you knew that she had a foot injury and that uh, yeah, and then she also had what the uh, adenoids out and tonsillectomy. Yeah. So you guys were well. Because yeah. she said, yeah, the UFC brought me to Vegas to have this done. Exactly. Listen, when, when, when physical shit is going wrong with you, it's not like she's faking a fucking injury like some people fucking do around here. She's not. When you have your fucking tonsils out, you're not faking an injury. Yeah, that's true. I've had my tonsils and my adenoids, so I do know that those are wonderful things to have removed. It, but, it, it's just such a stupid thing to say when nobody here is talking to fucking him. But that's typical. That's, that's him. That's what he does. He always tries to act like he's on the inside and he knows what's going on. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Kevin Lee uh, put on tremendous performance against yes. uh, Edson Barboza. Uh, what do you see in the future for, for Kevin Lee? How does he fit into this title picture? Because you, you can't write this guy off. I mean, he's just getting better and better, and he's more exciting. Even after the Ferguson loss, like, you know, he had the staph infection. He just, you can't not enjoy watching this he, he guy. He looked phenomenal his last fight. Not at all. And, 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 and the end of the day, look at, he's ranked in the top five. It's so hard to get ranked in the top five in the UFC. You got uh, Khabib right now, Connor. Tony Ferguson, Eddie Alvarez, Dustin Poirier, and Kevin Lee are the, are the top six guys in the world. Um, so you know what that means? The, ne the next year and a half is going to be fun in that division, watching how this whole thing plays out. Um, absolute studs, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Dude, Justin Gaethje, even though he's lost the two fights, his losses have been great. Like He's so Incredible. much fun to watch. So uh, what a great, uh, a great move for you guys to bring him in. Because even losing, he's still to me, his stock doesn't go down at all. Incredible. No, he's, he's absolutely incredible to watch. Uh, he's such a tough, durable guy. His leg kicks are unbelievable, man. He ruins people's legs during the fight. And uh, he's fun. He's fun. Yeah, and, and also we, we have to ask you too, because you did comment recently about uh, Connors, I guess the June the 14th, am I remember correctly, is the date that he's got to come into to Brooklyn. So uh, what, do you, what do you see happening for Khabib next? I mean, who, you, you're saying Poirier uh, uh, Alvarez, so that kind of answers that question. So is there any possibility of, 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 of Connor, or is it going to be somebody else, maybe Ferguson if he heals up fighting, fighting Khabib finally, or you don't want to make that fight again? 
Well, let me put it to you this way. Ferguson isn't going to be back till probably October if everything goes perfect for him. Okay. Right? Um, after his surgery. Then you got Alvarez versus Poirier. Um, Kevin Lee's in the mix. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll see how this thing plays out legally for Connor. Connor has to show up in New York and, uh, you know, handle his legal mess. Uh, yeah, he definitely does. And you were at, by the way, you went to see Ronda fight. How, how is that to see her kind of making a comeback and doing quite well? Oh, that's awesome. I, I mean, Ronda Rousey is, 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 I say it all the time, and I've, I'll say it again, she's one of the greatest athletes I've ever worked with. And uh, she's done a lot for this company and, and for me personally. And to see her continue to succeed and the way the fans reacted to her at the WWE, I, I couldn't be happier for her. It's one of those things where, look, wrestling is far different than MMA. But when you watch it, there is an, an art to that. And it's not easy to do because people have shitty matches. The fans let them know. And she had a tremendous match. So I thought it was nice that you went there and supported it, her. It's true. And if you, if you look at and see how little Ronda is, she picked Triple H up on her shoulders, yeah. man. That's that's pretty damn impressive. It's nice, and it looks like she's having fun, which yes. is nice. You know, she looks happy that, that's doing true. it. Absolutely. You know what's funny? She was telling me that uh, it's such a different feeling. Like she's not even nervous. She's not anything. She said it's such a different feeling than fighting. Uh, yeah, going in there, kind of uh, wrestling entertainment. Yes, you know the pressure. You have to perform well. You got to make the fans happy. But it is a different risk than you're taking when you're in there with Amanda Nunes or Holly Holm or somebody else that's going to take your head off. You don't know the absolutely. Uh, now, also, we wanted to ask you too. Now, Mario Yamasaki is planning on attending. Big John McCarthy does a refereeing seminar, and uh, again, we don't want to upset you. But he is uh, Yamasaki is saying he does plan on attending this, uh, and he admits though that he let Kachuara fight too long against Shevchenko and uh, he's saying look if you count 19 years I've been refing how many were controversial four or five people always see the mistakes there's nothing I can do I gotta focus blah 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 blah. so he's basically saying hey, hey I screwed up hey that answer is much better than I allowed her to be a warrior <laughs> yep that was his first response yeah. okay that guy actually said that if that would have been the response he had had after that fight um, instead of I let her be a warrior, yeah, he'd probably be in a better place right now. I think he should take all the refing seminars that are you know available. <laughs> <laughs> now let me ask you if if he goes to this and he is again he is giving the right answer that you're right that was the wrong answer because your job is to protect the fighter from getting themselves killed or, or injured. Now, would you would you ever see a chance for him to come back and ref in the UFC if he goes, "Hey, look, I fucked up." And if he and Dana, and if he promises not to do the hard, the hard thing, thing which obviously you've made public, <laughs> you didn't care for. And and uh, one of the, one of the things too, you, you know, you have to protect the fighters from themselves yeah. a lot of the time. Right. True. Yes, these people are are, are, are tough, and and, and they they have a lot of pride, and they're fighting, you know, on, on worldwide television. Millions of people are watching them fight. Yes, you have to protect them from themselves. You you have, you have to step in and say, you might not feel like it's enough, but I feel like it's enough. You've had enough. Yeah, that's kind of what your job is, to prevent them from, prevent, prevent them from allowing themselves to get hurt out of pride. And, not, and exactly. you know, get a fucking career-ending... Uh, oh, by the way, we wanted to ask you too, and now Matt is here, of course, and Matt, this is very close to him. But speaking of refereeing and John McCarthy weighed in and also... Uh, uh, who's the, uh, Mark uh, Goddard yeah, Mark uh, weighed in on, on the uh, Marab decision where it did not appear to any of us that he was out at all. And the refs all seem to side with the ref. Now, is that a case of 
refs will side with refs or how did you see that? You know, the fight Absolutely. You'll, you'll see that a lot. Uh, you know, the, the athletic commission, the commission and all the refs will all stick together. They have to stick together. What are they going to do? They're all they got. You know what I mean? When you have millions of fans, the promoters, all the fighters saying they were wrong, who else do they have but each other? Okay, so when you saw that, you're like, yeah, of course, they're just sticking together because it, it, the bigger picture for them is, it's like an umpire trying to overrule an umpire in baseball. They try not exactly. to do it. Exactly. And, and, and listen, the, these mistakes do happen. Sure. They do happen. There's nothing wrong with, with making mistakes, but everybody pretty much agrees. Everybody who's an expert that I know agreed that that was the wrong call, but it happens. Oh. Now, also, we're talking to, I, I know Cyborg, you know, you guys created the, uh, uh, the featherweight division for her, and uh, it's hard to find opponents for her. Uh, and, of course, now, season 28 of The Ultimate Fighter is going to be, I believe, male heavyweights and the, uh, the women's featherweights to try to build that division up a little bit. It had been speculated, a fight that we all want to see, Amanda uh, Nunez going up and fighting her and it seemed like she was kind of interested in that at one point but now with like Ketlin Vieira and that division looking a little better she, but she seems like she wants to stay there even after Pennington what, what, do you, what do you think might happen with that division? Yeah, I mean that's the fight to make realistically I, I, every, Amanda Nunez beats Pennington that's the fight everybody wants to see so that is the fight that we will try to make Okay, and I, I gotta also ask you I don't think we've talked to you since Frankie Edgar. Look, he had a, 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 his first knockout against Ortega. He comes back. He fights very, very well against Cub Swanson. This, this fucking animal, he did not have to take that fight. He took it anyway. So is there a shot at Frankie get, getting back uh, a shot at the title? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, if you look at Frankie Edgar right now, he, I mean, the guy's ranked number three in the world. He, he's still right in there. And you know how shit happens in this, in this business, man. Ortega's next, but imagine if anything happens to those guys. Frankie should stay in shape, and he could absolutely dive in there for a title shot. You never know what can happen. And is it possible now that Holloway fights Ortega, the winner of that uh, then has to deal with Edgar? It's either a rematch against the guy who knocked him out in the first round, or it's, it's him against Holloway. Well, you got Jeremy Stevens yep. in there, too. You know, Jeremy Stevens has actually been active and winning. Um, so so I, don't, I don't know. We'll have to look at it. Okay. You know, to, to say this guy, that guy, you don't know. You got to see how this stuff plays out. Um, but Frankie is still ranked number three in the world. He is, and he took that fight he didn't have to take. Like, I think everybody was shocked that he took that fight instead of just sitting and saying, I'll wait, I got the belt. He, he's, he's, you know, he really went out there and took a huge risk. Yeah, and I wasn't shocked. You know I wasn't shocked? Why? He's a fucking stud. Yeah. That's what you do. When you're a professional fighter and you believe that you're one of the best in the world, you fight anybody. And that's what he did. He, he took the fight with Ortega. And, uh, you know, th th there's guys these days that th it ain't like the old days, man. Back, back when Sarah and those guys were fighting, man. It's, it's a different world now. And a lot of these guys just want to fucking sit out and wait and, you know, because they have the money to do it. Well, I'll tell you. And I respect yeah. the guys that step up like Frankie Edgar. And that's why people love Frankie Edgar. Listen, fans know, you're saying it to me right now, he stepped up and took a fight when he didn't have to, and he did. That's why people love him. Yep. Well, you brought up uh, Jeremy Stevens. You know, speaking of taking fights, he's fighting all Aldo next, which is, yeah. that's a tremendous matchup. Exactly. That's a tough Fucking fight. Great fight. Another yeah. guy, another guy that will fight anybody, man. Anybody. And, 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 and there's times when we've called him and he's like, you know what? I'm still a little banged up, but I don't give a fuck. I'm, yeah. I'm going to take this fight anyway. He, he's another animal. 
Yeah, that kind of is the way you got to be. Because again, we've talked before, and a guy has to be kind of in shape and ready to fight. But sometimes a chance comes up, and you never know when it's going to come up. And Ortega took it. Exactly. Um, you know, and, and look at he's got a shot at the title now. Exactly. Look at Bisbing. Bisbing's been in this business forever, man. Never won a title. Takes a fight on 12 days' notice and ends up knocking out Luke Rockhold and becomes a champion. That's right. You have to jump on opportunities. You know how many guys I've called that get, that just won't take the opportunity and yeah. don't jump on it? And, and, it, and, it, and it always ends up biting you in the ass. And to give more credit to Michael Bisping, he did that against the guy that finished him last time. So Exactly. You know, finished him quick, too. Exactly. And it looked like he didn't even belong in there with him. And then to go in there and put him away, much props to Michael Bisping. That's amazing. And, now what, and what about Nate? Uh, we got to ask you about Nate Diaz, too. There, there was rumors that he was offered something and then he wasn't. I mean, what's going on with Nate and Diaz? And that goes for Nick, too. Yeah. I want to see either Diaz. No, we, we, we've, we've been offering Nate Diaz fights for however long. You know, in, in his contract and Nick Diaz, I, I have to give them three fights a year. It, it is it, Per the contract, I need to give them three fights a year. If I fail to give them three fights a year, then I have to pay them. I have honored my contract with those guys. They keep turning down the fights, which extends their contracts. But we are working right now to try to put together a uh, George St. Pierre versus Nate Diaz fight. Do you know, I had, I had heard that, and uh, I forgot to ask. I'm really glad you said that. So GSP Diaz is what you guys are working on. It is true, and uh, they would fight at 155 pounds. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Ah. Dropping 30 pounds? Yeah. Oh, my the God. The fight would be at 155. There, there are rumors. I, I, I was just seeing, where did I see this rumor? That we were, that, that we were doing uh, Gustafsson versus Rockhold. That is true, Ooh. but that is, that is not for the interim title. That's false. It's just it's just to have them. I guess Rockhold is going up to light heavyweight, and they're just going to fight. Good. That's a great exactly. great fight. Uh, do you anyway. know where's that fight going to be held, and when? Do you have a date yet? I don't. Okay. Well, listen, we it, only have- I, it might be L.A. I'm, I'm targeting L.A. It, in my perfect world, if this if everything goes perfect, which nothing goes fucking perfect in this world, Dillashaw versus Garbrandt. Yep. GSP versus Diaz would be the co-main. Uh, Gustafsson versus Rockhold, and um, uh, God, what was the other one? Um, uh, Brunson, Derek Brunson versus Antonio Carlos Jr. Jesus, the possibilities that GS of GSP fighting at one fifty one fifty five pounds is, is endless. I mean, Khabib down the road, Connor when eventually he gets over that shit. I mean, it's, it's amazing. I mean, I wonder how he'll look at one fifty five. How he could fight at that. He just fought at yeah. 180. I mean, he just fought at middle. It's very interesting. I'll tell you, Dana, before we let you go, too, that's, to me, I mean, look, GSP, maybe uh, 170 is an easier one to get to, but 155, that's a division with a lot of money fights, so he's really smart to go down. Him against Diaz is a big fight. Him against Connor's a big fight. Him against Khabib is a big fight. He's very smart to go to that weight. That's one where you can get three or four fights, and they're all giant money fights. I agree with you 100%, my friend. All right, buddy. Thanks for calling. We're happy we finally got you on, and we have to give the studio up for somebody else. But uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks a lot, Dana. Thanks, Dana. Always a pleasure, boys. All right, take care, man. Later, buddy. All right, buddy. Bye. All right. All right, good. Happy we got Dana. So what do we got? We got Gustafson fighting against Luke Rockhold, the light heavyweight. Uh, We got fucking GSP Diaz is is the fight. That's unbelievable. That's That's crazy. At 155, which which sets up all... Kind of possibilities. It really does. And, and GSP looked fucking. He was smart. He gave up the belt. He looked tremendous at, at middleweight. And he goes, No, I'm going back to where I wanted to fight. Fuck yeah. All right, listen, we will be uh, here in a couple of days. Thank you to Dana. Thank you, of course, to Wonderboy fighting Darren Till in Liverpool. 
And uh, Matt and I are going to hug and then walk out of here. Goodbye. Bye-bye. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there, because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.